Welcome back to Nathan on Action. I'm your host, Nathan Bowden, joined here by Peter. Today we're going to talk Creed 1 and 2 to prepare for a Creed 3. Starting from 1, came out in 2015, directed by Ryan Coogler. Cinematography by Maurice Alberti. I can't read my own writing. <laughs> it's Maurice. <laughs> Maurice Alberti. <laughs> Fight coordinator, Clayton J. Baba. No second unit director, and keep that in mind. And that's a big thing. So before we jump in, let's talk boxing. Let's talk our relationship to boxing. And Mm -hmm. are we fans? Are you a fan? Am Uh, I a fan? I was a fan of the big names growing up. So obviously Tyson, like any Tyson fight, I was like, dad, order this pay-per-view kind of thing. Uh so Tyson's was, was my in to, to boxing. And yeah, as was I. I, I yeah. believe that's most people. Most people. Because Mike yeah. Tyson. Yeah. yeah, so I never really got to appreciate the lower weight classes, like the where the like some really great boxing was during that period of time. I never really got to appreciate that point. Now I'm kind of revisiting that. But at that time, it was just like heavyweights, heavyweights, heavyweights. Yeah, but what? Okay, cool. Same, same with me. Um, Tyson was my entry point. And as I got older, I revisited the old fights, like the 80s with mm-hmm. uh, Roberto Duran, yeah. Sugar Ray Leonard. Uh, I wouldn't call myself an expert in the art of boxing or the sport itself. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate it. I'm, as you know, I'm more of a Muay Thai, kickboxing, MMA kind of guy. Mm-hmm. BJJ, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I still appreciate boxing. Now, this might be a hot take. I truly believe box. I truly believe this from a guy who loves MMA. I don't think MMA, the sport of MMA, is cinematic in movies. No, yeah, it's too hard to accomplish all those like intricate like movements and and those kind of things you got to set up and all those things. It's not cinematic enough. It, boxing it's, totally is. It's hard to mix. It, it's hard to really appreciate grappling. It's hard to make that cinematic. Mm-hmm. It's just very difficult. Yeah. Where boxing, like, yeah, you only got two tools. And as they, as all boxing snobs would say, it's a gentleman's sport. <laughs> but as you, as a connoisseur of combat sports, though, like, you can tell when, when you're watching boxing movie, like, the movements do not, like, comparing a professional to an amateur and, and what they're trying to accomplish in a movie, you can also see the major difference, like... Oh, this right. is so exaggerated. And it's, yeah. Well, that's another thing. Before I say any criticisms or appreciation for the, the these movies we're about to cover, I want to put it out there, like, filming a boxing scene is arguably more difficult than filming a regular fight scene. Yeah. Because you're dealing with reality. <laughs> right? Um, when you film, like, a regular fight scene, just two guys fighting, mm-hmm. outside of the sport of boxing, mm-hmm. you're supposed to exaggerate a punch. Yeah. You're supposed to throw a hook instead of a cross so it could sell and, more of a punch. It, it needs to feel less choreographed as well. So when you're feeling a right. fight, it's, it's choreographed, right? This You have to implement non-choreographed moves with choreography. Well, so, back to my point here. So yeah. when you're throwing a punch, a movie punch, you're supposed to throw it incorrectly mm-hmm. to sell the punch, to cross the nose line. For, for the space to make sense in the mise-en-scene. But the boxing scene, is, it's hard because you're supposed to have them throw a proper punch and still make it land and still make it look like it's a real punch. But you can't. You have to make it improper to make it cinematic. Yeah. So it's, it's a very difficult thing to do. I'm going to put it out there right now. Maybe it's a bit of a spoiler for later on. But I honestly think, opinions aside, I honestly think when it comes to depiction of the sport of boxing... One movie comes to mind, and that's Southpaw. That movie, it, it's pretty accurate. It's pretty realistic. Mm-hmm. But to this movie, what is your relationship with the Rocky franchise? 
so I got into it late. I did not watch Rocky one until like I was like in my twenties, so it was it was way past the point. But uh, I once I watched that first one, I I just like ran through all the the whole series and everything. And then when Rocky Balboa came out, I was really excited for that because uh, I I was watching those movies to build up myself up to watch Rocky Balboa, and I thought that was a great movie. And then Creed just that just expands the whole world and everything. So yeah. See, I grew up with just Rocky Four. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize there was all these other ones before. Like being an immigrant kid, I just kind of caught, oh, what was this thing? He's fighting like uh, a Russian guy. I had no idea there was this trilogy before. <laughs> and I only watched those, but when I was probably like 24, 25, mm-hmm. and I was able to revisit it. Now, maybe you're, maybe you're on the same boat with me with this one. When it comes to the two franchises, technically the one franchise, mm-hmm. but... Creed, Rocky. Mm-hmm. I personally relate more to Creed than oh, Rocky. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is it mainly because they're almost same age wise uh, as us, or I don't know? There's a little bit of that, but yeah. I also think it's the themes involved here. Yeah. Also, be, I mean, well, Creed's whole thing is he's trying to make a legacy for himself, get out of his father's shadow, mm-hmm. and Creed is essentially a boxing movie for millennials. Whereas Rocky is a boxing movie for baby boomers. Yeah. Where the baby boomers, they're trying to move out from the silent era where that's actually called the silent generation prior to the baby boomers, mm-hmm. where you work hard, keep your head down, work hard. Whereas the baby boomers is about making a name for your, yourself, make an impact. Mm-hmm. But the whole theme that we kind of like, we're living through it. And you kind of see it in the movies and time and time again by millennials. It's how millennials are trying to make themselves in the wake of what the baby boomers have done to our generation. <laughs> Yeah, it's an interesting point, yeah. It's like yeah. a large shadow cast amongst us, and it's harder for us to make a name for ourselves because mm-hmm. of the baby boomers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think this movie just captures it, captures it so well. That's why I relate to it so much. Um, and now, another thing, too. Would you... I, I know that uh, some may criticize this movie of being essentially a rehash of the first Rocky. Mm-hmm. Kind of, a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, there's certain plot beats. But they're wildly different characters. Oh, yeah, totally. Nine <laughs> day. Like totally yeah. different. Which I think that makes that's what part of the charm of this movie is like seeing those two like old and water mixed together and, and try to form this relationship. Yeah. I love those aspects of it as well. But it's not just a generational age thing either, because if you watch Rocky One, Rocky as a youth is totally different from Creed as a youth. <laughs> Very different guys. Mm-hmm. Like Rocky, even as a youth, he he still had that all right, I'll kind of let it go, but, you know, away from my shot. Creed is a fucking hothead. <laughs> He's like his father, yeah. Apollo Creed, which yeah. I loved. That's the environment he kind of grew up in with the, like, foster home to foster home and orphan and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's also part of his DNA too, right? Like, yeah, he obviously he's got a chip on his shoulder, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, a few things I want to uh, talk about before we move on to the fight scenes here because um, – Creed is probably my favorite boxing movie. Mm. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm not going to say it's the best, greatest boxing movie of all time. Rocky is. You can't take the title away from that. But part of the reason why I want to pay respect to this movie is because it is my favorite boxing movie. Now, do you think this is the best legacy sequel movie? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or one of them, obviously. It, it, obviously, yeah. Top two, top three. Looking back at it now, I I probably yeah would put it at number one. Like I, this just 
reinvigorated my love for the the Rocky series and expanded <laughs> everything from it. So yeah, uh, I would probably put place at number one. I would put it at number two because Top Gun Maverick, baby. Uh, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick, baby. Uh, it's a good movie. That's fucking. <laughs> that movie is absolute perfect. Blade Runner twenty forty nine. That's another one. Now let me ask you this, just for fun. Do you try to take a wild guess? What was the first legacy sequel movie? Legacy sequel. Huh? Take a wild guess. It doesn't matter. I'll tell you what it is. Just take a wild guess. <laughs> I can't even think of one. Would it have been an action movie? Mm, kind of sports movie oh, sports movie something with baseball <laughs> no you gotta tell me i, I can't think of it uh, it depends on who you ask it may or may not be a sports movie it's the color of money tom cruise and paul newman the pool one right yeah. they're playing pool yeah yeah okay right on yeah great movie very first one hmm. okay Moving on. I don't have setups because out of respect. No, I'm Because I respect this movie oh, so no, damn no. much. No, I'm, I'm, maybe some people know I'm kind of out of commission. I'm in an arm brace right now, so I don't really <laughs> have the energy to uh, write setups. So let's jump right into the Leo Spirito fight. Pick yourself fight. up and move forward. <laughs> let's go up to the Leo Spirito fight. Now, before this, let's, let's talk about the setup for this fight, how this whole thing came about. Yep. Okay, I got to ask because I kind of wondered is rocky a dick for not for, like li- turning down like training leo no, no no no. before this for, for not talking to apollo's wife after he died <laughs> oh <laughs> did they mention that like did they say like like they had no contact since yeah really okay that's what he says when they first meet him he's like oh you haven't talked to him since the funeral huh Ooh, yikes. <laughs> yeah, now now you're working with the kid and <laughs> not asking permission or anything either. And yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying in general, is he a dick for not talking to Apollo's dead wife ever since the funeral? Uh, he's not trying to be a dick. It's just, you know, maybe it comes off as being a dick looking at it from the outside. But when you look at Rock, he's, yeah, he's a lovable guy. He's kind of bumbling and you know he's probably got a little bit of brain damage so right <laughs> you know you yeah you know. it's a little douchey yeah. <laughs> i and here's another thing they um uh, they never mentioned of uh creed siblings because apollo has a bunch of other kids like I'm legitimate sure. kids yeah I, I was hopefully they brought that in mm-hmm. yeah they're all gone where are they and they can't be that much that older giant than house that she lives in by herself and <laughs> yeah they can't be that much older than donnie right yeah they gotta be all around the same age right on Okay, so how this fight come about? Now I do like how, well, because it, it kind of incorporates gym drama. Because I'm not saying I've been through gym drama, but I've seen gym drama at boxing and kickbox gyms and whatever gyms I've been at, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it was kind of interesting how, you know, they they go to Mickey's, and then Rocky shows up and he he just trains Creed instead of Leo Sparino. Yeah, who's been asking to have yeah. him trained for years yeah. yeah years yeah and not to mention leo sperino's father is like rocky's best friend as a kid allegedly <laughs> allegedly yeah. <laughs> yeah but i do like that aspect and the fact that how um we'll talk about how realistic this is or not but how the fact how they they essentially create a gym for creed mm-hmm. oh yeah they do did you even watch this movie? No, no, yeah, yeah. no. I'm just I'm trying to remember that part. <laughs> but it was funny. Like it seemed like he was just asking for like a sparring match, and then all of a sudden it becomes like a yeah, it becomes like a fight, yeah, a giant fight. Uh, everyone's yeah, there. that's true. It's supposed yeah. to be an exhibition fight. Yeah, it's just to be an exhibition, and then like it's like thousands of people there all of a sudden. 
Yeah. yeah. And I do like how, because um, this happens too, sometimes at gyms, when they create their own uh, separate gym for Donnie and, <laughs> and Donnie kind of gets like in a fight with his sparring partner. Yeah. Amir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happens. <laughs> well, that happens. <laughs> Pretty funny. He doesn't. Well, they they found another gym. It's not that they just created another. Like Rocky just wanted to take him somewhere else. He's like, you can't train here. You, know, you can't train. Yeah, the but same. they essentially created it for him. Because remember when they stopped training when he had that drama blowout, they shut it down. Hmm, I guess. Yeah, because if you go to that gym, there's yeah, I yeah, I guess there are other training partners there. Mm-hmm. But it's, like it's not as big or whatever. But but it know. does seem like it was a gym created around him, which is funny. Amir was there. Don't forget about Amir. Did Amir box? <laughs> they got in a fight. All right, let's talk about the Leo's burrito fight. Yeah. The wonder. <laughs> Your thoughts on this one? Just um, beautiful from a technical aspect. Just the camera work is just masterful. And like the timing, they have to get down for everything. Like the big hits, they have to kind of mask those. So they have to get at a really perfect angle to make sure that those are masked. And, um, the big aspect I love from the scene overall is the sound design from this. Just like when you're kind of in the red corner or whatever corner that Rocky is, like you can hear him like pretty clearly. But then as you're moving away to the other corner, you can then hear um, Leo Spirino's coach and, and, and just the sound design of that and everything. It was just masterfully done. Absolutely great scene. I do enjoy it, but <laughs> but no, I, I'll, I'll give it the props it deserves. Gratefully done. As we know, wonders are hard to do. Mm-hmm. It's essentially a stage play. Mm-hmm. And this is the one thing I'm going to compare when I'm comparing Creed 1 and Creed 2. I would say the fights in Creed 1 are a lot more stylized. and They're a lot more theatrical mm-hmm. compared to Creed 2. Oh, yeah. I find Creed 2, we'll, t- we'll get to it, but I find it a lot more technical in other ways, great ways. But Creed 1 is more of a show. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to more of a show, did you know that there are, not a lot, but there's... CGI in the scene. Like to hide the cuts, you mean? or Oh, yeah, for the blood. Yeah. Like for the, uh, yeah, the one. And for the punches. Play. Yeah. And for the punches. The punches don't actually land. Mm-hmm. What they do is in the editing, they make it so that it extends slightly. Oh. Ah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. If you watch it in slow motion, you can see it. Uh, it all of a sudden, there's like an extra frame in there mm-hmm. that connects the, the boxing glove to the nose. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I felt the scene was very strong in that they really – achieved what they were striving for which is like to to make you feel like as a fighter you when you get in the ring everything right. else just disappears you're there on your own alone and that the wonder aspect of it really kind of accentuates that kind of um, theme that they were going for so yeah and it's also a very american style um now that not okay now that i'm coming to understand more of the american fight choreography it's not about movement it's not about the actual technicalities behind it. It's more about character. This movie is all about character development and what he's got to overcome through this. And the moves themselves aren't as important as the big moments because Chad Selhelski of John Wick fame, what does he always say? He says, he says, I'm moving my arms around like I'm doing Kung Fu. People don't remember this. They do not remember this. You know what they remember? They remember the moments. And I think this movie captures that because if you break it down... One of the knocks about against the scene, it, it does come off a little bit too over, overly choreographed. Mm-hmm. A bit of a like a dance. Mm-hmm. Very, it looks like they're hitting pads primarily. <laughs> Very, and also one gripe I do have about the scene is, you know, when he goes back to Rocky's corner, mm-hmm. Rocky gives him advice. He's like, oh, yeah, shovel, let's go. 
Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he drops the sister, you, you throw the upper cup in the left. And <laughs> it made no sense. <laughs> like, I, I didn't, I had, hard, I, I, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. And also, what's even funnier is that, you know, when, when they go back in, and he's like, Donnie, no, no, do it now. <laughs> and, and he does an uppercut cross. Yeah. It's not a shovel. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> See, that aspect doesn't didn't really make sense to me. It's a cheat. <laughs> yeah, it is cheat. Uh, I don't know whose fault that is. Who knows? Because Ryan Cooler is a boxer himself. Like he trains, he knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I have no idea. But that that's like the one that and the the dance aspect of it kind of takes it down a few points for me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Yeah, good stuff. But could have been better. Out of ten, um, but even so, even for me, out of ten, I still give it a nine out of ten because I do think this is a master class in character development and storytelling. Yeah. So out of that, out of respect, nine out of ten. Yeah, I liked it a little bit more than you. I gave it a nine point five. Uh, everything you said and just beautiful on a technical perspective as well. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Let's go on to the training montage. Hey. Before we jump in, how do you f- what <laughs> what are your feelings about Rocky training montages in general? <laughs> um, they they do the job. They they really get you like amped and 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 ready for it. Like some of them, it's just like he's doing just random training things without like there's no real fight plan or like why he's doing these <laughs> things. <laughs> it's like the whole Family Guy uh, parody of it. It's like just doing random workout things that look cool on camera and stuff, but like. What what is the what is the point? There's like zero strategy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least in Rocky Balboa, they kind of explain it. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that part with uh, Duke before the training montage? Yeah, for his. Yeah, that one they had more of a like you got to hit with power. You're weak. Yeah, that like, made you sense. You have to train your power. Yeah, because he's yeah, like a lot of those other the early ones. When yeah, they made no. Well, <laughs> actually, that's incorrect. The early ones, not the first one. The second one and Some third one were yeah. really well done. And I do want to, you know what? I'll do that now. There's a really nice character arc when it comes to styles from Rocky 1 through 3. Mm-hmm. So one, Rocky, he's, he's a bull. He just pushes forward, takes damage, and gets that body shot. Two, he actually switches to orthodox, if you recall, because he's a southpaw. So Mickey forces him to switch to orthodox for all the rounds except the last one, hmm. and then he switches back to southpaw. And now that's that's a great detail that is left out in these movies, but I I still remember that he's like, I'm not gonna switch, Mick. I'm not gonna switch. <laughs> Don't do it, Rock. Not yet. <laughs> and then three, which is beautiful. Three is when he gets destroyed by Clever Lang because he can't meet power of power because he's just strong with him. Yep. And you know, what does he learn? Head movement. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Apollo Creed teaches him head movement and this and that. And then, of course, he abandons all that in the later movies. (laughs) But there's a thing to that. I used to think think that was like a bit messy in storytelling, Mm -hmm. but now I get it. Now I get why he was... Here's the thing. All boxers know all styles. They're trained in all styles. But what they do is they use the proper style for each opponent. Mm -hmm. That's, That's the thing here. And um, but let's talk about here. Mm-hmm. Creed training montage. What do you think? Uh, so I thought there was an interesting twist on it, just because you also you got the two fighters, but then you're also throwing Rocky in there as well with his fight with cancer. So implementing that aspect of it, like just added more dramatic, uh, like um, 
what do you call it, gravitas or whatever to it, right? So I, I like that little twist to the, the montage itself. I like the fact that there were no weights. Because if you watch all the previous Rocky movies, it's mm-hmm. he's just lifting weights. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's like very little bag work. He's like punching meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like doing squats and uh, with logs in Rocky Four and the snow. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. How does that help? Boxing. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't in this training, but I love the initial training where it was, it was the just the whole theme of um, one step at a time, one punch right. at a time, one whatever. <laughs> I'm glad you brought yeah. that up because I, I I like that about the contrasting characters between the two, right? Because mm-hmm. Donnie, he's so he's so anti, he's so fiery, he's a hothead, right? Yeah. So he needs a sage like Stallone to slow him down, Donnie. One step at a time, one fight at a time. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, it's all. But it reminded me of this movie. Kind of reminded me of an old school kung fu movies, like the very first Drunken Master. <laughs> you never saw that one, right? No, just clips of it. But yeah, all right. I never saw the whole thing. Great movie. It mirrors this movie quite well because hmm. Jackie, he's a young hothead, thinks he's the shit. Then the drunken master teaches him a different style, teaches him to like calm down and mix it together and eventually overcome his opponent at the end. Mm-hmm. Very good. Actually, you know what? Double feature with this one. He won't regret it. Mm-hmm. Um, now with this, very little sparring. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of glove work. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of pad work. Um, I, do, I do like the sprints that he does in the hospital. That's pretty cool. Because that's, that's one of the trademarks. Stairs, of the, right? Yeah. Going yeah. Up and yeah. That's, that's one of the trademarks of the Rocky movies, just him doing like exercises in weird places. <laughs> you got to use what you got. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did really like the, the buildup of the music itself because um, before this, you didn't really get the Rocky theme or like the, the training theme montage. And the, the buildup of it was perfect. And then so when they, that little part where they started off with the Meek Mill song. Right. Um, which just matches Philadelphia and matches the Creed character himself. But then that and then transitioning into the operatic, huge, epic uh, Rocky theme at the end there is just masterfully done the uh, the way it was just well building up to it. Technically, it's not the Rocky theme. Well, it's part of now the theme. <laughs> no, now it's Creed's theme. Creed's yeah. theme is different from Rocky's, mm-hmm. which is brilliant, by the way. <laughs> how did, how did so Luke... How did Luke McGranson do that? Take such a classical theme and make it branch off into... Just the way he spun it, just a little bit. Oh, my God. So good. I have a little bit of this. I have this in age the worst, but I'll talk about it here. Okay. No weight cutting? <laughs> no talk about weight? No talk I'll, about diet? I'll talk about weight in a bit, too. <laughs> but no weight cutting? Like, that's a huge thing in combat sports. Mm-hmm. Nothing? Nothing. No. <laughs> Nothing? No big deal? Because <laughs> he, cuts, he cuts five pounds to 170. He's like, yeah, I'll make it. Easy. <laughs> Another thing, um, back to the training camp. It you wouldn't okay, you wouldn't really do this type of training camp where it revolves around you when you're a no name with no fights on your record or legit fights, I should say. <laughs> Unless you're Brock Lesnar, because that's what Brock Lesnar did in the UFC. <laughs> but he's Brock Lesnar, like he's a big name. You don't really do that with these like no name guys. Oh, it's it's Creed though. <laughs> it's Creed's son. <laughs> he's gotta do it. No, generally... He's got he, the money to do it. No, I, I don't... Do, does he? I don't think they do. Uh, well, yeah, I guess like Apollo Creed money, sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, how do you rate the scene out of 10? Uh, I am giving this a 8.5 out of 10. I really enjoyed the build-up. Like, it, it, just from a theatrical perspective and sitting in a the theater, it was like, oh my God, this is so awesome. The music build-up, everything with that, and then 
Also, just Creed's version of the steps, like with the all the motorcycles in it. I like that they didn't do the whole step thing. They actually just pivoted from that or gave his Creed his own version of it with the uh, motorcycles and everything like that. So, yeah. I, I like gave that. it an 8. So, it seems like you're just doing 0.5 from whatever I get, <laughs> oddly <laughs> enough. I gave it an 8. Uh, it, I do watch it before I go to the gym because mm-hmm. it gets me pumped. <laughs> so pumped. <laughs> Um, but I, 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 I like it, it's twist on it, right? As you mentioned, it, it's a different take mm-hmm. on the Rocky montage. Mm-hmm. And it, it, when it came to, when it came to bring it to the modern era, it was highly successful and highly tremendous. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we move on to the Ricky Carlin. Ricky, R- Ricky pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty Ricky. Is he pretty? Do you find him? Pretty? <laughs> I think he did pretty well in this role. I don't think he's pretty. <laughs> I think he's pretty good. <laughs> pretty damn good. Tony Bellion? Yeah. I have no idea who this guy was. No idea. Was a professional fighter, but yeah. Same yeah. with Leo Luis Marino. I had no idea who he was. I, I He's a professional boxer, too. Mm-hmm. Um, In my notes here, before we jump in, I wrote, Max Kellerman! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, one thing I want to touch on, just the announcers, it's, I know in real life when you're doing the commentary, like you, you want to put the story in, you want to do all that, build the story on all that narrative and everything. Yeah. It just, it felt, this movie and the second movie, it's just, it's like, okay, this is what the theme is for this round. This is like, they're just announcing everything. It's like not having a narrator, but having a narrator. Yeah. And it's so like, just in your face. I it's loved like, it. I, I hate that stuff. I fucking loved it. You know what? They even it's do that in the UFC. Like, I think John Anik or one of the other commentators was uh, said, this guy's fighting to for child support. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, it makes sense in real life though. Just the, when it's put in a movie, it just feels so rehearsed. Like, obviously, oh, you know. So good. Because he's got to read his lines. So. I loved it. <laughs> I thought Max Kellerman was the shit. <laughs> The fact that he's acting to nothing, <laughs> you know that, right? Yeah. He's reacting to yeah, literally he's just nothing. Reading his he's like literally just but he has to act like he's excited, like something's happening in front of him. Mm-hmm. That's pretty damn good. <laughs> Max Max Kellum is the shit. Um, okay, okay, moving on to this one. <laughs> now, before, <laughs> did you realize how old Creed was supposed to be in this movie? Yeah, they put his age at twenty eight, I think. In the next movie. Is that 28 in the next movie? So right. How old is he in this one? Then? He's supposed to be, well, technically he's supposed to be 30 because <laughs> they say three decades ago. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> they say 30 years ago. Okay. But in the movie, he's 25. Hmm. I didn't get that. No, because it was retcon in the next one. Yeah. It was the next one. They're like, three years ago. And it showed his age at 28. Uh, okay. And even in that movie, they're like, 30 years ago, when <laughs> Apollo Creed died. Well, he did die before, after Donnie was born and everything. So I don't know. Yeah, Donnie was born in 86. Okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the math, the checks out. Yeah, it, it's just a bit of a, bit of a retcon they yeah, do. whatever. <laughs> which I don't mind. I mean, tech, technically, you can see it as this, as this movie taking in an earlier timeline. But the fact that they keep hammering home... 30 years ago. <laughs> Bit of a goof. So yeah, he's 25 years old and he's getting a title fight. <laughs> oh. Did they okay. they kind of mention like he did build his way up to the title fight a bit? Like he he's had some other fights, right? In Mexico. The no, Mex- I mean like during those 3 years from Creed. Uh, right, in yeah. Creed, yeah, he's yeah. got a bunch more fights. Yeah. Yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah. 
And that's another thing that it's a different weight class. <laughs> I know. This guy's jumping all over weight class. But there's no me- mention of it at all. <laughs> they cuz in the sequel they just ma- they just make pretend yeah, he's a heavyweight. <laughs> they just pretend they were all heavyweights because uh Danny Wheeler was a, no. is a heavyweight now. <laughs> he did not look like <laughs> Now this fight, how did you love it? Did you Are you forcing love me to love it? It I actually do love this fight. Don't get it wrong. Don't, no. get, don't get it twisted. I'm talking shit here. I do love this yeah. fight. It's pretty. I, I love everything around the fight as well. The uh, the atmosphere, the the chanting of the crowd, like that just it really put you in the UK because yeah, they're all about the chanting and everything. There's so much of that, and it, yeah, they really nailed in Creed one. They yeah. nailed the crowd aspects. Knock him out, Ricky. <laughs> yeah, you you totally get a sense that those people are actually UK people. Mm, mm. Whereas in Creed two, they they seem like they're just. Oh yeah, I'm gonna talk about they that. They just seem like LA people. <laughs> Los Angeles people. Yep. <laughs> now, I do, as much as I do love this scene, they do have that aspect where Pretty just puts his hands down and takes like four punches. <laughs> he's cocky. He's, yeah, yeah, he's No, no, no. I'm saying that's in the choreography. <laughs> okay. Okay. It just doesn't make sense. It's like when, uh, once he rocks him, right? And mm. then they get in that flurry where they just keep throwing punches at each other. <laughs> Rock him, sock him. Yeah. They just wait. <laughs> that, that's the only knock about this. It feels looks rehearsed because yeah. Ricky would throw punches, drop his hands and take two, <laughs> throw punches. <Yeah. laughs> Bob your head a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, that's just, like I said, it's difficult to make a boxing yeah. scene. You have to do that. Yeah. And that, that's kind of like the charm of the Rocky movies. Anyways, these over-exaggerated boxing. <laughs> really fights. exaggerated. Everything's a haymaker. Oh um, yeah. Actually, I, I forgot to bring it up earlier, but um, I, I wanted to touch on the, the weight thing again. Cause it's kind of funny going like when they're squaring off and everything, uh, for me, Creed looked like like a like a flyweight or maybe welterweight or whatever, and then, you know, obviously he kind of builds his way up from there. But Conlon looked like you know he looked like a light heavy because this was a light heavyweight fight, yeah, right? One seventy, yeah, light heavyweight. Yeah, but it's, it's just funny that Creed for me looked pretty pretty small, and the, the size difference was pretty kind of noticeable. <laughs> he would definitely cut a lot more weight in real life. Yeah. He would probably cut down to a one. Do you think he would have been a flyweight size wise than what he was in this? Probably. Movie? I don't. I'm not familiar with boxing weight classes. I, I yeah, don't know. It's, it's so much different than that. They're very different. <laughs> yeah. But I would assume he would, for his size, probably have to cut down to like 145, mm-hmm. even 135. <laughs> Boxing's di- different animal, right? <laughs> yeah. Different animal. Um, okay, back to the strategy of this fight. Did you? <laughs> this is my one knock about the creeds fighting style in one versus two mm-hmm. two you can really follow along what's going on like his strategy his mm-hmm. style mm-hmm. one i don't really know what's going yeah, on yeah the that's one of the things that was a knock about this movie they, they didn't focus on strategy game plan anything style they don't style. establish anything yeah they don't establish any of that so he's just going in and, he's, and rocky's like all right he's giving them these motiv- motivational speeches between rounds but he's not giving them any actual like strategy instructions <laughs> he's like are right, you gonna do this gonna... no no it's just oh man you gotta walk forward yeah. and walk forward again <laughs> it's you between you <laughs> yeah. knock him out of the way <laughs> yeah yeah it, it just seemed like they were both doing the same thing uh-huh yeah, they're we're, they're very much fighting in the same style. Of, yeah, as each other. when they shouldn't be, because Ricky's arms are so much longer. He yeah. should be like on the outside. Like he, he actually, yeah, Creed actually makes a comment like his arms are so long. Right, he and does. And then Rocky doesn't <laughs> acknowledge that at all. No, He's he like, doesn't. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> if anything, he should because of the size difference, he should be fighting like how Rocky does in the first movie, bowling forward, taking shots. Mm-hmm. 
and getting on the inside. Mm-hmm. But no, it, it's it's almost like a mirror match. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's all about mirrors in this movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you feel in the movements of the actual just actors themselves? Did you get that? Like, there's a guy that's a professional and a guy that's an amateur. Uh, yes. Yeah. In the, I, especially was, the first round. Yeah, it's very no, obvious, very noticeable first in the first round. round. Which I'm not sure if that's what they were kind of going for or not, or it was just kind of a side effect of having an amateur in the ring with a professional. But Probably both. Probably a little bit both. Yeah, a little bit Because you yeah. even see it during the training montage where it shows um, Michael B. Jordan hitting mitts versus Ricky Collin hitting mitts. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, big difference. Yeah, I, re- I really like how... Because Ricky, in, in the first round, is fighting how he should be fighting. Like, angling off on the outside, uppercut, cross, and angling off. That's how he should be. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, maybe we're off. Maybe that's the point of the storytelling. Because he gets rocked, and he gets angry, and he, he fights out of his own way. Yeah, he's like, this little, this guy. Maybe that could be he to hit me? Yeah, I guess, okay, I guess we're off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you know uh, yeah. it's a story. It's a story. It does, because the coach, uh, Ricky's coach, like, finish him off, Ricky! <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> but, it, you know, you can't help but notice, like, the, just yeah. the movements, like, wa- watching, um, what's his real name again? Oh, uh, Tony Bellew. Tony Bellew, like, actually move in the ring. Like, yeah. It, it's very smooth, and, like, it's there's confidence to it. Mm-hmm. And then you're seeing um, Michael B. Jordan kind of, even just holding his hands up, there's, like, a little, uh, this is, like, uh, it's like a movie kind of thing. Yeah. All right, so. All right, we're off. <laughs> great scene. Perfect. Tremendous. <laughs> Still a great scene overall. Oh, and we got to talk about the knockdown. Uh, oh, yes. On the eight count? Yes. Yeah. His body, like, how does he do the bounce of the body? That's what I was, like, remembering most. Like, he really gets bounced when he hits the ground, and there's, like, a bounce, and it's slow motion. So you see, like, this gap of, like, how much air he's got on the bounce. Like, yeah. That's beautiful. And also... I did, Stallone said, I, I think it's bullshit. How he's like, this is when Michael got knocked out. For real. <laughs> this is real. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think he did. <laughs> I'm saying, I, I don't think he did. Now, let's talk about that. So he's basically unconscious, face down, ass up, and all the eight count. <laughs> now, Ultimate warriors. Now, when I saw this, I was like, this is so bullshit. It was never happened in real life, ever. And then, then it happened to you. <laughs> no, it didn't happen to me. It happened in real life. Yeah. Do you remember the fight? No. What are you talking about? Come on. <laughs> Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. Oh, okay. <laughs> third fight? First fight. First fight. That happened in the first fight okay. with uh, the draw. Deontay Wilder knocked out Tyson Fury, and then on, and he was out cold. And then on the eighth count, he rose up like The Undertaker. <laughs> And the he's same thing is time. And the same thing happened in the movie. Deontay turned around. He's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's another thing I should say. Um, this, the theme. This fight is very theatrical. This movie style is very theatrical. It's almost like a WWE fight. Mm-hmm. This whole scene. Oh yeah. And even the lighting too. The slowing down and yeah, it was really well done. Mm-hmm. A plus for style. But out of ten, how do you want to rate this? I give this one an eight out of ten. I give it a nine point five. You like this one? Just point. I loved it because, come on, it gets the job done. And we're so off on the choreography. (laughs) No, the emotions-wise, I was like, at the end, I was like, oh, this was exhausting, but I loved it. And it's just so weird how the Tyson Fury thing happened in real life. That just blew my mind. I'm like, what? Were you skeptical before? (laughs) Yeah. Just, you know, it's another thing that kind of similar to that situation. Um, uh, Jason Statham. 
You know his fights? He always does that stupid back elbow. <laughs> and every time I watch him, I'm like, that's so fucking stupid. That would never work. And you know what happened? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Same thing, real life. Oh, my I'm God. Like, oh, Uh, Korean zombie rest in peace (laughs) alright so uh, any movie move can be done in real life (laughs) okay moving on Uh, we don't normally do this but let's talk about it what's the actual worst you tell me because I I don't have anything for me it was the age thing they never really clarified his age okay 30 years he's 25 (laughs) no weight cutting (laughs) yeah okay no weight cutting for sure definitely age is bad no the whole can. age thing, I can see that as like a um, it's ESPN a spin thing. Like they, they they try to exaggerate it to like build up as much drama as possible. Well, here's so the thing. I can see that. Here's the thing. I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't know if athletes do it, but maybe they do. Well, I know athletes exaggerate their uh, height, height. Everything. <laughs> well, I don't know about age, but I know some actual actors who lie about their age. There's uh there's some controversy in the NBA as well of uh some players who have to downgrade what their actual age is and yeah. 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 No, I I know. <laughs> I went to school with actors who are my age and say they're 31. Yeah, it makes sense in the I, acting I've world. seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> Once you reach a certain point, you can't get roles. <laughs> okay, what's age the best? The music. <laughs> I still love the music. I can still listen to it to this day and like get hyped. I put uh, Ricky Conlon. When I first Tony watched his, yeah, when I first watched this movie, I, I kind of felt that his character was one dimension. I can like he was just so random. He just came out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and he didn't really leave a mark on me the first time. Mm-hmm. But now that time has passed, and there's a larger spotlight on boxing and its characters. Mm-hmm. He's basically Tyson Fury. <laughs> Yeah, I loved how the he really showed respect after the fight. He's like, "You're the next." No, I'm one, talking man. about the way he talks. Like he legit. All the trash talking first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He even says what Tyson Fury always says: "I'm the lineal champ. <laughs> I'm the lineal champ. Who is this chump?" No, I like that aspect. Like where they're all before the fight, it's all build up, all that like trash talk, all that shit. And then after the fight, they actually do just kind of respect each other. So yeah, that's for sure. They kind of have to. <laughs> now, uh, what else I have in the age the best? <laughs> Rich kids getting into boxing. Okay. <laughs> go on. Did that expand? just go over your head? Like, are you... Expand? Say it. You don't get it? Rich kids getting into boxing. Oh, yeah. Logan Paul. And... Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Logan Paul. <laughs> Those kids. There okay, you go. Okay. There, there you go. go. There you go. Welcome, boomer. <laughs> get caught up, bro. Jake Paul's fighting tomorrow. Okay, moving on to three badass moments. All right, so you go first. See, this is why I don't have my notes on my phone. <laughs> Just scrolling through that tiny screen. Yeah. Okay, go. All right, so number three for me, training montage. It's just the, the very end of it. Just um, the duo speed bag from uh, Rocky and Creed. Just knocking it out, and then they're, they're having a little competition or whatever. Which Creed wins, you know, because his age, whatever, but yeah. Oh, so uh, from the first training montage. Yeah, tra- first training montage. Yeah. Okay, so number three for me, it's after him and Rocky have his, has his fallout and he goes to the boxing gym and it's closed because he's not training anymore and they shut it down. And that kid on the motorcycle was like, hey, you Apollo's son, right? He's like, yeah. And the kid just goes, sup? 
It rides off and does a wheelie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a random motorcycle driver. Is that what Philly's like? It's just random people on ATVs and motorcycles. Just goes, Sup. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two. Uh, I have the uh, after Rocky gets his old cancer diagnosis, and uh, Michael B. Jordan finds out about it. Creed finds out about it. Goes to the concert and meets up with the rapper guy, <laughs> and it's his old confrontation with him. Just the I don't know why that. Rapper guy was so confrontational about it and everything, but you know, he's got an ego or whatever. But like, just Creed, like, just knocking everyone out. So, yeah. yeah, that is my number two. It's uh, don't call me Baby Creed. Yeah, no Baby Creed. Don't call me Baby Creed. <laughs> All right, what's your number one? Uh, number one is sorry. Oh, uh, Ricky Collins ring entrance. <laughs> I really like that entrance. The smoke. The the lighting the the music actually is so don't waste my time yeah uh, yeah just really cool. I got number one chest pound after he knocks down Ricky <laughs> and he chest pounds in slow motion. Okay okay hell yeah. <laughs> All right we're gonna take a break and jump into Creed two. Be right back. Wow. Creed two. All right, we're back. Let's jump into Creed 2. Directed by Stephen Cable Jr. Cinematography by Kramer Morgantau. Did you know who the fight choreography people were for no, this you, one? No, you got to tell me. Daniel Bernhardt. Dante, I can't pronounce his last name. Dante. And John Valera. Those okay. are the John Wick guys. Wow. <laughs> Is the yeah, actual A-team. The yeah. A-team. Wow. Yeah. You can feel it in the choreography. Hell yeah, I actually prefer the fight scenes in this one versus mm-hmm. one. Yeah, the actual fight scenes, yes. They're there's, very technical. There's some very... things I uh, prefer from the first, but yeah, we'll why, get into it. Okay, let me ask you, why the hate? Why do people hate this movie? <sighs> like, why do you I hate felt it? That, so you for me, it. it was... <laughs> You're one of them. <laughs> I, I don't hate this movie. I actually enjoy it. It's just I I love the first one more. Right. Uh more so because there was more aspects of the first one that I felt really emotionally attached to. And this one just felt a little bit more distant or it felt more like TV episode. Like just like we want to fill out some time and, you know, build up some characters and everything, which is great and everything. But it, it felt the pacing of it was a little bit off compared to the first one. I think they had to do that because... If you look at it, the first one is essentially a character piece. It's all told from Donnie's perspective. It's like a first-person novel. Like He's like, I went to the boxing gym, <laughs> right? That's the first one. So, of course, it's easy to relate because it's all from one perspective. He's literally in every scene in the first one. <laughs> you get a lot of Rocky in that one, though. No, Rocky no, no, perspective. No, no, no. Right? no, if you actually watch that movie again, it seems like... <laughs> If you watched it the recently, whole cancer part was just all rocket. If no, it was. If you watch it recently, it's every pretty much ninety five percent of the movie is from Creed's perspective. All of it. Number two, they opened it up. This is going to be a hot take. Hear me out here. Creed two is the heat of boxing movies. No. <laughs> what? Yeah. Hear me out. Explain yourself. They opened up the world. There's all these different characters. No one's truly good or truly bad. You get to see everybody's different motivations. Oh, yeah. That I did enjoy. And they it's flushed out, yeah. too. No, no one's really a villain. Yeah. <laughs> even, even the promoter guy, 
Buddy, Buddy something? Buddy Marcel or something like that. I haven't written down. Buddy Marcel. Marcel. Played by Russell Hornsby. Who kind Great. of just disappears, though. <laughs> like, no. he promotes the first fight and, you know, has his fingers in the second, but he doesn't really do anything after. Why? Well, he explains it. He's like, I just want a good fight. That's the thing. If this if this movie was made in the 80s, Buddy Marcel is like this slimy character. <laughs> told Don King. <laughs> yeah, like getting dirt on the other guy, hiring hitmen to beat up Creed. <laughs> no, Buddy Marcel is actually a very likable character in this movie, I found. just He's just so likable, how he's sit, standing in the crowd and smiling. And like when Creed knocks him down, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm getting a good fight. Yeah. But I would that, say he was likable, but yeah, okay. I think he's a great character. It's... um. I, like I said, the heat of boxing movies. <laughs> Moving on, Danny Wheeler fight. Your thoughts? Okay, so this is where I'm gonna differentiate why I like Creed first one more than this one. It's just, uh, okay, the fight choreography, yes, very good, stellar. very good, stellar, um, phenomenal. It's the the whole atmosphere, the the whole theatrics of it, which you brought up in the first one, yep. like where. The, everything is just just so theatrical. Yeah, and that could be a definitely the first one is better at that. Yeah, I will. Yeah, and agree. this like this is Creed winning the belt. Like this should be feel. This should feel like an epic moment. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just for me, it's so muted. It's like his celebration. The whole thing right after he actually wins and knocks out the fighter is just there's one guy on the screen and it's, it's, there's like silence mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, that's just what brought me down from a lot of the theatrical aspects of the movie itself. I actually think that's a conscious choice. I, I get what they're going for. but No, I, I think that is because Donnie Yen had a similar thing he did back in the 80s and 90s when he was coming up um, for backstory. So Donnie, Donnie Yen, to, back then he was working with Yu Wu Ping before he was good and this and that, right? He knew he couldn't compete with Samo and Jackie because they had the money, the budget for those big theatric stunts and this and that. So what he focused instead on was on the technicality of his style. Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly think that's what Stephen Cable Jr. did this time around. Mm-hmm. He, I think he knew that he couldn't match the theatrics of the first one. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's just a losing battle. You're, it's just going to be like, I'm copying the first one. So he went inverse. He made the, he made the focus more on the choreography. Okay. And that, that's why I appreciate this movie more in style. And you can't really have that big moment of victory two minutes into this movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you can't really sh- do that. There should be a little bit more, though. Like, you, winning you, your first belt, like it should feel like a big moment. <laughs> I felt it was a pretty big moment. I didn't get it And plus, <laughs> the emotion thing about getting his keys back. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Could you see a, them as uh, building up as, like, there's kind of doubt, like, Danny Wheeler is past his prime. He's winning. He's yeah, that's old, another thing, too. Right? Yeah. So, like, he's like, uh, so yeah, I guess yeah, you won, but you you kind of beat a guy that's exactly. like you know passes prime. Yeah, so yeah, I could see that aspect of it. But I, I still champ. wanted like an epic moment. <laughs> a little oh, bit. he gets it at the end, Peter. <laughs> uh, it's still not that epic. Should know that he only has one loss. Creed. Yeah. Who did he lose to? Ricky Conlon, the first one. Oh yeah. <laughs> did you watch Creed? Did you watch Creed? I don't know what I'm talking about with these movies. <laughs> I only watched Rocky one. Tessa Thompson, keep your hands up <laughs> right away. <laughs> okay, what is your mileage with Tessa Thompson yelling from the crowd? I'm just curious. Uh, I'm okay with it. Like I, you know, I see where she's coming from. There's a worried wife and everything. So I think it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> 
they they really try to <laughs> hammer home the uh, family watching the fights and the reaction shots and everything. I, I was okay with it. I, I mean, hate I it. <laughs> Only because when I go to actual boxing fights or actual kickboxing fights and people in the crowd are like, oh, pivot off, look, pivot off, look, chuck, It's like, you know he's trying to listen to his coach, right? <laughs> For one thing. And secondly, Tessa Thompson, she's just saying the same shit over and over. Like, even the last fight. And keep your hands up. Hands up, Donnie. Watch out for the right. I'm the wife. How do you rate this first fight? Oh, yeah. Um, Before we move on. Man, these guys look like Greek gods. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, holy fuck. Michael B. Jordan. Man, he beefed up. Beefed up. But also, I still want to say, like, he still looks like not heavyweight here. Well, of course I not. Guess, yeah, he's supposed <laughs> he's, to be. He's only five right? ten, yeah. or maybe five eleven, but he's listed as six <laughs> one. <laughs> and Andre Ward, he was never a heavyweight himself. He no. was um, what middleweight? Not yeah. even. I don't. I don't know weight class. Yeah. I, I think think like one seventy, maybe one eighty five. Yeah, they gotta you know incorporate Drago somehow. <laughs> yeah, and and Andre Ward, he, I think he's around six feet, five eleven, give or take. But uh, but no, <laughs> they made a factor on the tail of the tape that Creed is an inch taller. <laughs> <laughs> Six one, seven year age difference. How do you rate this one? Uh, I give this one a six. I'm just, that's all I'm gonna say. About it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I give this one an eight out of ten. Enjoyed it. Yeah, the theatrics took me out of it. That's all. <laughs> the lack of theatrics. Okay, next one we have Drago fight. The first one. Mm. Drago. Is Little Duke the worst coach ever? <laughs> what did he do? He did nothing. No, he tried, but it. Did he try though? He tried. No, I'm just uh, just from the, the this timeline. All of his fighters lose because <laughs> he coached Danny Wheeler in the first. Yep. Well, Danny Wheeler was like pound to pound the best champion for a while there, so <laughs> they really nailed the theatrics and the choreography in this scene. This one, yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Creed is headhunting the first two rounds. Just straight headhunting. Super aggressive. No game plan. Just he's like, moving forward. Like, street fight. Like street fight straight mode. forward. As we've seen in the previous movie, he can do more than that. He knows how to like angle offline while moving forward. But I like combos. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just like how they made it so that he's like very very hard headed on this one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just jab cross, jab hook, jab cross. Yeah, yeah. Even all the build up to this fight itself, like it's just like he's so single minded on everything, and Rocky sees more of the big picture. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Long, they, they really hammered at home the story aspects of the fight itself. Yeah. And I know you're like craving theatrics, but here's theatrics for you. How about when Creed punches him and he blocks and he moves all on the other side of the ring, and the audience goes, "Wow!" Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. The first punch he actually threw in the fight wow. itself. Yeah. That was so cool. <laughs> even before that, he's kind of like just like shaking off all the he everything was. that Creed was throwing at him. Yeah. And he even does a. He does, he does, he moves like a snake, Drago, for such a big guy, because mm-hmm. he does this uh, counter where Creed overextends with his right, and he just slips back and cracks him with the right. Man, this guy like a big. snake. Like, the size difference between two is just like it, it was. It was Ooh. kind of like it's <laughs> too much. It's beautiful. I thought I thought it was a beautiful scene. Yeah. Loved it. Anything else you want to say before you rate this one? No. What do you rate it? Oh, yeah, before that, I know I, I said the theatrics of the first one is like a WWE fight. This mm-hmm. fight was like a WWE fight as well. Okay. Yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah I, I do want to touch on the... Uh, How he gets the, hurt? Oh. Again, the music part of it, the second round when the music, like the ominous music kicks in, that you kind of hear a little bit of it in the first movie, but this one, it, it's a little more pronounced. 
And um, yeah, it's it's just very ominous. <laughs> yeah, well, point, Creed like, has uh, well, not Creed. Vic Drago has that drum thing. Dun! Yeah. <laughs> when he moves forward. Oh man. Dun! <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> I give the scene a ten out of ten. Oh, absolutely perfect. First perfect. Oh, before we do this, mm-hmm. <laughs> shout out to Drago's corner man. Which one? Like exactly <laughs> the guy. I don't know why he's there. He's just in behind Drago with his mouth open, looking around. He's just kind of like. He, I don't think he even knows what's going on. <laughs> hey, we need an extra. <laughs> yeah, because normally with corner men, they're like looking at the fight, looking at the fighter, looking at the coach. This guy's just kind of like looking around. <laughs> Is he holding a towel or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's even one point where uh, Vic Drago that. goes, that's why she left us. And the guy oh. just kind of like looks around like, oh, well, it's a little <laughs> awkward. <laughs> well. All right. <laughs> but no, I had a 10 on 10 for me. I love this. I love this fight. All right. I'm giving it a nine, but yeah. Good scene. Great scene. Okay, moving on. Training montage. How do you feel about this one? No description first. Uh, so this, I really enjoyed this training montage because it, it was building up and it was strategizing the whole time. Like building up his neck, uh, the pocket right. fighting with the tire and everything like that. And... Just everything made sense as far as what he was preparing for, and um, I didn't. I didn't really like the actual music that he chose for it, like the actual song. Oh, that was the, the best song. part of the movie. Uh, but the actual like why they were training and what they were training was really. Well I done. love the song. What is the song? I don't know. It's it's a rap song, but I didn't like it. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Um, everything. It was no Meek Mill. <laughs> everything but the desert is not okay. The whole desert thing is full of shit. <laughs> it's full of BS. I'm going to take you to an area. Pretty where... sure they went where uh, Terminator 2 went <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the desert. Where, where fighters go to get reborn. Yeah, it's full of shit. <laughs> if you're a championship boxer, heavyweight, you're not going to go here. Who's the uh, ball tattoo guy? Was he like a natural boxer? No, I don't know. Like, I, I, was, I thought it was like Christian Sosinski. Christoph. <laughs> Christoph Sosinski. <laughs> I was like, first, like, no, that's not him. <laughs> no, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea, but I do love this. I love the building the neck, building the neck, the yeah. sprints, yeah. because it's so that he can take more shots and find in the pocket more. Mm-hmm. Also, I think this is the first time they've done this in, in a Rocky movie. They actually showed the recovery por- protocol. Mm-hmm. Ice bath. Oh man, you felt it when he got in the ice bath. Like you, in, in my, I was like. Oh, that feels so good. But, but the like, fact that they painful, even had it, it feels so good. Like, when did you ever see Rocky recover from training? Never. <laughs> or even Creed? Never. They never do that. Yeah, they don't recover. They, they don't do. need to. <laughs> they're superheroes. And at least, what, uh, at least in this one, you kind of get a sense of what they're going for, like their strategy, mm-hmm. which is the body shots. Yeah. Even though it doesn't really play out that way. <laughs> but, um, yeah. spoiler alert, I, I actually watch this scene when I do cardio every day. <laughs> I absolutely love adore. Why is that scene. a spoiler alert? Spoiler, spoiler alert. for what? For your spoiler workout? Alert. <laughs> spoiler alert for my tell-all book. I listen. To, <laughs> I watch this scene when I do cardio every day. Spoiler alert, everyone. Spoiler Cover alert. your ears. Oh, spoiler alert! I also do the neck workout. Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler. Um, to me, this was a ten. I give it a ten. Perfect. Perfect the mundo. I give it a nine. Just a uh, little better music choice. Yeah, because you're you're a rap music connoisseur, right? Yeah. It's no Meek Mill. Who's Meek Mill? He's the singer from the first. Never heard of him. Okay, Drago two fight. 
my first note, Max Kellerman. <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> this is the exact same scenario that played out 30 years ago. <laughs> Man, he's a good actor. Yeah, so this, everything about this scene was just so well choreographed. Oh, man. My Well goodness. shot. Tremendous. The fighting. Oh, my God. It was just a uh, chef's kiss. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it really is. You can actually see the strategy. It, yeah. it was like a chess match. Yeah. Which I love. Whereas the first one was just flurries, flurries. Could this you and that. see a little bit of the aspects from the early Rocky movies where, like, they are, like, you know, throwing exaggerated shots and everything at each other? Yeah, of but course. But it's they just have to. so much more, more cleaned up. well implemented it's tighter. and filmed. Yeah. It's tighter. Everything's so much tighter. Part of the reason why I brought up the whole riot, Creed leading with the jab and the jab cross on the first one. Um, of course, it's he kind of tricks Drago in this one. Because mm-hmm. he, does, he does lead like that in the first one, but then he mixes it up. And you know what? I wish they... I wish they covered this in the training montage. Maybe it was a deleted scene. But cross hook cross and cross hook is the name of the game. That's basically the two combos he keeps going back and forth with time and time again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, I, I wish they talked about it more in the training, but you could see in the choreography. That's everything is to set up that. Yeah. The cross hook or the yeah. cross hook cross. Yeah. And what I also liked is how he doesn't put power in all of them. Depending on what combo is, it depends on what power is putting in. And he goes to the body, too. At one point, he crosses to the head, then hooks to the body, and then crosses to the head again. Just beautiful stuff. And special, when it, coming to the chess match, Rocky's instructions actually make sense this time. The, the defense. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His what? What? Sorry. Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> Rocky's strategy, his corner... Advice actually makes sense this time. Okay. Because he says, he says he overextends with his right when he does that, crack with the left. Mm. And Drago. That's what his and, big man did. <laughs> and well, Drago does something different. Drago, Drago's corner says, faint with the right. Yep. Yeah, that's actually one of my moments. <laughs> yeah. Faint with the right. Nails him with the like, left yeah, cross. With his yeah. own, uh, yeah. It's not a cross. With his own left hook. Hook. Sorry. Hook, baby. Great stuff. Yeah. Okay, the another thing, the body shots thing. Which one, the cheating one? Or the, no, the they, uh, I guess they. So the Creed was part. The second Creed part, like, was that cheating as well? Then, like, probably. He was kind of holding him. <laughs> yeah, you can't well, really right? do that. Yeah, you can't really. <laughs> yeah, do they that. both did it, and that Russian, you know, I don't know. My only, I, I think that's really realistic. How? Yeah, you can't. <laughs> the Russian <laughs> official didn't see anything. Yeah. Of course, of course. <laughs> Another part, so too, realistic. is when... Okay, in the training sequence, they're all about like him getting to the body. body. Yeah. I noticed in this, in the actual fight, he doesn't go to the body until like the very end. Yeah, not until he actually... Like, in, until the very end. <laughs> that's, I, I wonder if that's another deleted scene to mirror Rocky 2. Because mm-hmm. remember Rocky 2, how he's like, I'm not going to switch until the last round. I wonder if there was like a hidden scene or deleted where it says, I'm not going to go to the body until the last round. Hmm. That would have added so much to it. Also, <laughs> so Creed with a broken rib. You know how he like gets up and like punches the ground. I I don't think that would feel good. <laughs> yeah, that that was the ultimate warrior scene. <laughs> he's like shaking the ropes. He's like, Ugh! but that would hurt his rib more if he did that. <laughs> yeah. And the ref, the ref asks him, "What's your name?" And the ref doesn't have a Russian accent, by the way. But he's like, "What's your name?" He did that first. <laughs> 
You're gonna get that movie moment, man. Didn't you say you didn't like the ending of this one? You felt that it fell flat? No, it's just the, the actually like once the fight was over, the right. the whole celebration part of it again. Uh less theatrical and you know, just it, it felt like the crowd was very muted again. Yeah. Which, but it has a nice shot of Rocky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, his like uh, contemplating life and like I'm just gonna sit down for a moment. I thought that was. I thought I actually think that this ending is beautiful. My favorite shot is when uh, when Drago's hurt, like he's clearly defeated. He's out on his feet, and and uh, Dottie's forced to keep going after him. And Creed's mom's like crying for Drago, hoping for it to be stopped. She and... didn't cry. She's like she was disgusted. She's like no, she was crying for Drago. She was kind of like oh. Oh, you got to do this. Did you watch the movie? She did not cry. She did. Well, for us. Did she watch the movie? No, did you watch the movie? Yeah. She did not cry. She, was, she was disgusted. She's like, hey, let's get out of here, bro. To her like boyfriend. And they just walked off. Creed's mom. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Creed. Sorry, I thought that you were. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Are you even present? <laughs> uh, not anymore. Yeah, Creed's mom. When she was watching that yes. shot. Okay. Yeah. Like she's like, don't kill him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was like crying for a drug. I'm like, yeah. oh Jesus. Yeah. That was good. Good stuff. Yeah. And just the emotional sh- stuff. The emotional shot of uh Drago. He's like, doing that old man crying face. <laughs> it's enough. Enough. <laughs> I love it. So much drama and Rocky, like that long shot of Rocky, he's like staring, he's like, Is he gonna do it? Yeah. Yeah, he's watching wow. Drago the whole time, like walk across the ring, throwing that towel. He's like just beautiful. Yeah. Just beautiful. Out of 10, how'd you rate this one? Uh, I got to give this one a 10 out of 10. This is just a beautiful finale. Perfect. Beautiful. Perfect. 10 out of 10 for me. I think this might actually be the first movie where I gave... Well, I, no, I didn't give the first fight. But mostly 10 out of 10. Could you... Just based on the two fighters in the last fight, who would you compare them to in the as, as real world fighters? Like who? What do you mean? So, okay, let's say Creed. Like, who would you compare him to as a real-world fighter? I don't really follow boxing, so it's hard to say. Like, I, I was thinking <laughs> in my mind, like, a little bit like Hollyfield. Um, but I'd say, like, Roy how Jones much Jr. their style matches. I, I don't know too much about boxing styles yeah. to really say. Yeah, because I, I, I had trouble, like, placing um, uh, Drago. Like, who would – like, I would – you know, Klitschko? Your mind wants to say Klitschko, but Klitschko <laughs> did not fight like that. They, no. they were not no. like that at all. No, 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 they weren't. Yeah, so <laughs> it's hard to place them. Well, that does for this episode, guys. Thanks for tuning wait, in. Wait, wait, wait. Are we going to talk about the five movies? Five? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, man. Well, that does for this uh, Creed 3. Uh, let's talk about the top three badass moments. Okay. What do you have, number one? Or number three, I mean. Uh, number three, I got give me my keys. <laughs> give me my keys. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. I have uh, number three for me is just the opening intro of uh, Drago, where like he gets headbutted and he's like, "I'm so inconvenienced," and just knocks the fuck out of the guy after. Yeah. With Buddy Marcel watching in the background. Oh yeah. Fucking love that guy. He's like, the time is right. Right on. Uh, number two, I have. Uh, the hell. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> what did I write? Can't read my writing. Drago push. Oh, okay. Drago's first punch in the first uh, fight. Okay. Knocks. Yeah. MBJ back. Yeah. Knocks uh, Donnie like back on the other side of the ring. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck is that? Uh, for me, 
Number two is the just the whole training in the tire, <laughs> the whole pocket fighting training. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like really cool and cool. That was really cool too. I just don't like his celebration after. <laughs> yeah, like the first time you beat him, you're like a world champ, man. <laughs> no, just in general. You, that's training camp. That's your training partner. <laughs> that's such a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard uh, boxing gyms are notorious for having wars. Like that's how they train, They're just going hard at it. Allegedly. Do you feel like boxers have bigger egos than 100%. Like, MMA fighters? Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. I I remember. Um, I didn't see this, but someone told this story. One of the guys I trained with at jujitsu, he's like a boxer as well. Yeah. And his first jujitsu tournament, when he was competing, he's like, "Whoa, everybody's so nice." <laughs> <laughs> Because when you're at a boxing tournament or event, everybody's like talking shit, staring each other down, all these egos, right? Yeah. Jiu-Jitsu, different world. I feel like Muay Thai would be the most fight- nice guys. <laughs> They're pretty nice too. Yeah. They're really nice. <laughs> they like you know, yeah. bow in front of you and stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, number one, what do you got? Uh, number one for me is just the in the final fight, the Drago actually listening to his father who gives the first piece of strategy ever. Uh, as a Drago to like uh, do the fake with the right hit him with the left because uh, I feel like the whole time Drago was just like giving gener- generic like knock him down hit him break his ribs like you, you don't you're not giving any strategy man you're not doing anything to help your kid and that actually helped his kid <laughs> uh, number one for me what's your name <laughs> I tend to wake up at night yelling that. <laughs> All right, let's talk about for fun. Let's talk about we're gonna list off ten best fight movies. Best fight movies. Combat sports movies. Alright. And we're gonna do it like how we did it last time, where you list your five. And I will counter that with one to either... Counter it. Be like, will, that doesn't make sense. I'll either counter it to either double feature with it or just uh, get an inverse of it. All right. So I just want to preface this by saying these are not my favorite five movies. Just these are the movies that popped up for me. But also I have a... You rate these next to Citizen Kane? Okay. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Okay. So I'll start off. Number one, easy one, Bloodsport. <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme. I got to throw him on there. One of the greatest villains of all time, Chong Lee. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you got to say? <laughs> all right. So, Bloodsport. Let me see what I'm going to counter that with. See, watching Bloodsport. I'm going to counter that with the a better version of Bloodsport. That's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Wait, which one? <laughs> 95. Yes. Because <laughs> Mortal Kombat, the, the first game, was actually based on Bloodsport anyways. Oh, yeah. So boom, there's, there's your night. <laughs> Grab some beers. <laughs> Grab a beer. Who's your favorite character from Mortal Kombat? I don't have a favorite, <laughs> to be honest. I like playing or enjoy, I guess Scorpion. Scorpion's pretty cool. I was talking more about the movie. but Oh, the movie? Yeah, uh, yeah I guess Scorpion's pretty cool. <laughs> Not that black guy that fights Liu Kang in the fight pit? <laughs> no, I guess Scorpion's pretty cool. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, number two for me is Blood and Bone, which is like... A millennial version of Bloodsport. Uh, I just felt Michael Jai White was just so badass in this role. Uh, like he just his movements in the movie. If you watch them, it's just, I've seen it, it. It's so just effortless and like badass and cool. Uh, so precise as well. 
Like everything is just like almost too precise. Um, and I thought the last fight was actually really cool, which um, a guy, he fought Matt Mullins, who actually played Johnny Cage in the Legacy Mortal Kombat movie, the, the kind of web series right. that came out, which was actually, I, I wish they kind of continue on. Yeah, that was series. a great series. Yeah, that was really great. So Jax versus Johnny Cage. <laughs> so that is Michael Jai White's Blood and Bone. Okay. Yep. Um, I will counter that with Undisputed 3, Boyka. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> Double feature with my boy Scott Atkins, baby. Scott Atkins gets a starring role. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Double feature. Boom. Grab a beer. What's next? <laughs> All right. Number three or whatever was next. Third one, yeah. Uh, Karate Kid. But with Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith. Okay. Yeah. Um, first, I just want to say um, I don't like Ralph Macchio in Karate Kid. <laughs> so uh, I'm not in the Barney phase of like uh, Johnny is the good guy in the movie or whatever. But I, just, I, I hate everyone in that movie. Okay. <laughs> Except for uh, Pat Moriarty. Um, or uh, I mean, Elizabeth Pat Shue. Come on. Come on. <laughs> She's pretty beautiful. Come on. She's pretty beautiful. But uh, I really enjoy Jackie Chan in Karate Kid or Kung Fu Kid. It should be called should Kung be. Fu Kid. Yeah, Kung Fu Kid. Uh, just the training and the, the training montage really, really got to me. So I, I loved it. <laughs> okay. I will counter that with a white trash version of that exact movie. Never back down. Never back down, baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, Jackie Chan being replaced by Jaimin Hansu. Obviously. Like. Most obvious. <laughs> <laughs> With the haunted past. <laughs> all right, all right. Great movie. I, I still do. I do legit like that movie. <laughs> Guilty pleasure of mine. <laughs> okay. So next piece, uh, as seeing as Creed is very much a character piece as well, uh, I'm going to go into a character piece as well and say The Wrestler oh. from Darren Ar- Aronofsky. Right, it's not a real combat sport, but whatever. <laughs> Hey, hey, don't tell that to professional wrestlers. They put their shit, they put their bodies through shit. But just the, the actual like movie itself, like this is probably the best movie on the list itself. And um, as a character piece, it's beautiful. And Mickey Rourke was robbed of an Oscar from Sean Penn. <laughs> yeah, but he's had like five comebacks. Like, <laughs> chill. Yeah, he's done now, though. But <laughs> this was his last chance. It's a great movie, though. Okay, so you're doing a character piece. I'm yeah. going to do a mirror of that. Okay. But a much... I'm not sure about dark. Maybe equally dark. And it's probably my second... I would rank it as second best boxing movie of all time. That's Raging Bull, baby. Oh. Oh, oh man. This is like a psycho, psychosexual boxing drama movie about being religious. And it has that whole Madonna complex to throw in, too. Um, especially that scene where his wife all of a sudden is like, oh, yeah, he's a good-looking kid. He's like, what would you say? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> and the next scene, he just busted the kid's nose up. Oh, man. Beautiful movie. Yeah. I love the boxing scenes in that movie, too. Totally, totally unrealistic. But just the way <laughs> they were shot was well, still creative. Mm-hmm. Very creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your final one, right? Uh, final one is... So this one might be a little... <laughs> unknown uh, it is best of the best which 
so for me, I why I put this on the list is um this is like the first movie I ever got to like rent on my own. I went to like Jumbo Video and I got to like pick and choose my own movie. And I saw this movie with like four or five guys on the screen and like they're they're, they're gonna fight other countries. And I was like, yeah, I gotta rent this movie. I never actually saw that movie. No, is the fighting good. So it's like a it's a tournament movie. So it's Americans versus other countries. So you got the whole team right, build-up uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the fighting good? No. <laughs> well, it's for, actually, for an 80s, it, it was released in 89. For an 89 movie, it's actually, it is actually pretty good. Even Eric Roberts? Does no, he... his scenes suck. Okay. <laughs> he's terrible. Okay. But uh, Philip Ree, who plays Tommy Lee in the movie, he's good. Yeah, he's Korean guy. He's good. Right? And then there's like South Korean evil <laughs> villains, which they're South Korean. They're not even North Korean. They're South Korean. Ooh. Uh, so they are, they're using their evil Taekwondo. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, you gotta watch it, man. And uh, Chris Penn's in it. Like, if you got Chris Penn on your team, <laughs> does he fight? <laughs> He's part of the team. He's... So it's like a team of five. It's like a five on five. Kinda... Is, he, is he good at fighting in the movie? He plays the <laughs> like the out of control uh, redneck guy. He's okay. a cowboy. Okay, there. okay. So he's a brawler. <laughs> so to counter that, <laughs> if you're How do you? <laughs> saying tournament, world scale. It's not really a tournament, what I'm about to suggest, but it's a fighting movie, world-scaled, country against country, and that's Jean-Claude Van Damme Street Fighter. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a terrible movie. <laughs> Grab a beer. Grab a beer and a pizza. Double I'm feature. I'm going to kick that son of a bitch, M. Bison's. <laughs> perfect movie. Absolutely perfect. I don't remember any of it, to be honest. But... Yeah. Oh, I wait. remember that speech by... Or um, that chick that plays Cammy. Kylie Minogue. Uh, Kylie Minogue. Who Van Damme had an affair with. <laughs> Great movie. Well, that does it for this episode, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We will be back. I'm hard at work on my Art of Christopher Nolan uh, video essay. Hopefully that comes out soon. But thanks for tuning in, and we will be back. <laughs>